My name is A.B. Ridgeway. I'm the host of Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things in My Mom's Favorite Christian Financial Advisor. And today, we're going to answer the question on every Christian's mind. How do I retire? According to some studies, 55% of Americans say they're behind on retirement savings. 65-year-olds retiring this year may anticipate spending on average $157,500 just on health care. And nearly 50% of American workers do not have an available retirement plan. So that means for every one out of two people listening to this podcast, you don't have a retirement plan. And they plan to just handle their finances like they always do. You know, kind of go with the flow and hope nothing breaks. But that's not how you want to handle your retirement. I mean, you've been working for 20, 30 years. You don't want to drop the ball at the goal line. I mean, it's very dangerous to handle your finances this way. And if you don't retire properly, you may risk a large portion of the assets that you saved due to penalties and fees. Now watch this. Some people who are retired are actually forced to go back into the workforce due to the increase of the cost of living. See, they didn't plan for that. They thought, okay, if I have a million dollars, if I have 250,000, I should be okay. But the price of goods continue to go up. We see an inflation. You know, people saying, oh, inflation's at six, seven percent. But food is doubling. You know? <laughs> so you know you buy a gallon of water, ninety-nine cents two years ago. Now it's two dollars, two dollars and thirteen cents. That's not ten percent inflation, by no means, right? So we don't want you to have to go back. Now, I understand some people go back because they're lonely. Some people go back for the social connection, but most people are going back because they fear they're going to run out of money and going to work is all they really know. So today we're going to give you some tips on how you can overcome some of these retirement pitfalls and start thinking about how you really want to retire. Now, before we begin, there are some important numbers you need to know. 59 and a half, 62, 67 and 70. These are ages, 59 and a half, 62, 67, and 70. 59 and a half is the age in which you will not receive an early withdrawal penalty of 10% as of 2024 on your retirement account. So if you have a million dollars in your 401k and you withdraw it all, you will pay $100,000 just in penalties, not including the 297,236 you will have to pay in income taxes, leaving you with $602,764, a far cry from the million dollars you thought you were going to retire with. And we see that sometimes people take their retirement and they roll it over into a savings account in their name, in their bank, but they roll it over into a non-qualified account and that can have huge penalties and tax implications. So before you do that, check with us. So if you're younger than 59 and a half, you're changing jobs and don't want to receive that penalty, like I said before, reach out to us. We'll help you roll over your money into a qualified retirement account and avoid that penalty until you reach the age in which you could take it out or if you just need a portion of it. Sometimes we don't want to use all of the million dollars. We could just take out a percentage and just pay the taxes or penalties on that percentage. Now, 62, that is the earliest that you can actually start taking out your Social Security. So if you retire at 55 or even 60, you have to know that you won't receive that additional income until 62, and it's only going to be a percentage of your full benefits. 
full benefits don't kick in until age 67, which is the third important age. This is where you will receive full social security benefits. This additional income comes from all the years that you paid into the system. Also, retirees need to keep in mind, if you don't take it at 67, you can wait until age 70. And as of 2024, which is one of our last numbers here, your benefits will grow 8% every year after age 67 up to age 70. But that comes with some risk. If you don't live to 70, those benefits don't go to your children. But if you take it early, you can pass it on. So let's say you take it at 62, all the income that you take in, it's yours. But if you wait till 69 to start and you die at 70, that's it. So now that we have those important numbers out of the way, here are some steps that you're going to take to get a rough idea of when you possibly can retire. Now, I maybe go a little fast, so be sure to rewind this part, or when you get a sheet of paper uh, or a pen or on your computer, you can play this part back. But what you're gonna do is first, you're going to calculate how many years you have until you want to retire. So that could be in five years, that could be 10, 15, 20, 30, however long. Number two, you're gonna calculate your annual expenses. You can also take your monthly expense and multiply it by 12 if that's a little bit easier to kind of get a rough estimate. Three, you're gonna add up all your potential income sources in retirement. That includes any rental properties you may have, uh, royalties that you may be expecting, social security if applicable, and then retirement pensions. Four, you're gonna subtract your expenses from your income. Now, if you come up with a positive number, that means that your income needs are meeting your expenses. And all you have to do is really adjust for inflation going forward. Now, if you come up with a negative number, that means you have an income gap and will need to find some income sources or draw from your personal and or retirement account during that time period. Now, the rule of thumb, as we've talked about before, is 4%. You're gonna take the amount that you're missing and you're gonna divide it by 0.04 and it will give you the amount you will need to have in retirement to fill that gap. I'm gonna give you a quick example here. If you came up with, let's say negative 20,000, so your income is 50,000, but your expenses annually is 70,000. So you have this $20,000 gap. So what you're going to do is divide that 20,000 by 0.04 and you're gonna come up with $500,000. So you are going to need $500,000 in an account or accumulate it across your accounts to satisfy this gap. Now, this number will help you better understand if you could retire with a better probability of not running out of money. So let's say you want to retire in five years. You have $400,000 in a savings account and you have this $20,000 income gap, right? That means you need to save $100,000 in the next five years, basically saving $20,000 per year to reach that goal. Now, if you can't reach that goal, one, you can increase your income. You could work maybe a year or two longer, but we need to figure out how to get to that number before we call it quits, okay? Now, keep in mind, retirement is a feeling process. So if you feel like you have to retire, you're just gonna have to make some adjustments, but this, once again, is just a good rule of thumb. I'm not saying that if you don't hit this number, you can't retire, but your probability does drop if you don't have a good withdrawal rate and you don't have enough saved, but this is going to give us a better target. So now that we have the important things in order, I'm going to give you some steps you can take now to actually prepare for that retirement. 
So once again, we're going to determine what age you want to retire. You're going to review your employee benefits to determine the policies and procedures of retiring. You can actually do this with the HR department. There may be some things you have to consider. Maybe you have to turn in your badge. Maybe there's a security clearance. Maybe there's a debriefing. Maybe you need to request your retirement account. Maybe you need to get your final number for your pension. There are some steps that you may have to take. Each company is going to be different. So it's very important to talk to your HR department so they can outline the retirement process on the corporate side. Then the next, you're going to write down the goals you have for retirement. So whether that's travel, that's time with kids, some hobbies, everything that you want to do in retirement and see if we can put a number to it. If you want to travel, it costs you $3,000 per trip. You want to do four times a year, write down $12,000 a year for travel. If you want to spend time with your friends, hey, I have a guy's trip that go on every year or I have a girl's trip that go on every year. That's going to be 2000. Write that there. Maybe you want to replace your car every six years, whatever it may be. We're going to write those goals down. Then we're going to determine how much money you need to retire and the amount you can withdraw with a low probability of running out of money. Once again, that's great. You can pull out the amount that you may need. You may not need the 4%. Maybe one year you pull out 2% or no percent. That's going to increase your probability because the money you don't take out will compound. That's why I tell clients that even if we set the number at 4%, it doesn't have to stay that way year after year. So once you have these pillars, the financial plan will fill in the gaps. A financial plan can help you with cash flow, how much money you need and when, asset allocation, how do you invest the money now that you were in charge of it, what accounts you should take the money out of at the lowest taxes and fees, estate planning, titling the account and making sure beneficiaries are properly listed, and tons of technical things to ensure a better retirement account than no plan at all. Things will be moving really fast when you retire. It's going to be hard to be a financial guru and understand everything in three months, especially when you're thinking about the trips you're going to take or your retirement party. You know, it's better to start soon. If you need help creating your financial plan, we recommend you reach out to us at www.abrwealthmanagement.com and start planning your retirement today. That way, if you need to make some adjustments to how much you are saving, then we could do it sooner, which is better than later. Because the goal is, once you retire, to stay retired. As a certified private wealth advisor, I have helped many Christians successfully retire with a financial plan they can be proud of. And at our firm, when life throws a curveball, we are here to help you through it by adjusting your plan as necessary. So be sure to schedule your consultation today. Well, that is it for me. My name is A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. I hope that you've been blessed. As always, this episode was created by A.B. Ridgeway, owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, a virtual and in-person fee-only advisor that believes that financial advice should have God in it. If you need help figuring out your finances, feel free to reach out to us at 337-414-3686 or visit our website at www.abrwealthmanagement.com and schedule a free consultation. New episodes are available every Friday, so be sure to subscribe. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite platforms, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Or simply visit our website and join our family. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. 
Olajuwon Ridgeway is an investment advisor representative and owner of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor which produces a podcast show and makes it available on its website and through other distribution channels. Olajuwon Ridgeway and any guests on the podcast are providing their own views and opinion are not necessarily the views and opinions of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management. Nothing on the podcast should be construed as solicitation or offer or recommendation to buy or sell any specific security. Investment advisory services are only provided to investors who become AB Ridgeway Wealth Management clients pursuant to a written investment management agreement. Clients of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management may hold positions and securities discussed in the podcast. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk and may lose money. Financial advisors say the Darnest Thing podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied on for any investment decisions. Instead, please consult a financial advisor, accountant, attorney, and or conduct your own due diligence.